Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for an abridged edition of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Full episodes are available at geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. The team made it to Bowbreaker Island. Junpei murdered an innocent civilian. The group discovered the location of the Lost Island. That's, you know, it's probably like a couple hours walk to uh, to this cave. The map is actually exquisitely drawn and you feel like you could pretty easily follow it. Let's go to the caves. We're at the caves. Yeah. Uh, so are you guys going in? Or yeah, let's go in. Yeah. But I, I want to be checking for traps. So that's 14 total. Okay, you don't notice any traps. Great. There's no traps, guys. Does uh, the defender want to go first? Yeah. So you walk in, it opens up really wide, and then there's a small room. Oh, I'll check and I describe see. for you. So I feel like uh, I should be in the front. The far wall is completely taken up by a set of doors. That's the squiggly area is the Wait, doors. Wait, why do you have to read this? Um, just, I've got some flavor for you. Where the doors meet, the surface of the doors is raised to create a relief in the shape of a figure wearing a hooded robe with feathered wings outstretching from his shoulders to the top to the top of the doors. The figure's hands are raised level to its hood, the right palm out and the left hand throwing horns. A pair of small brass rings are attached to the chest of the figure, and a large keyhole is set just below its waist. Tom Darkblade's never scared. So I walk up to the relief, and I just want to study it further, see if there's any Maybe traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 25. Okay, you don't <laughs> not detect any traps. All right, so uh, I'm like, all right, Eludra, open the door. Oh, I have to open the door. You're the tank. Okay, so Eludra. I try to open the door. Break it open with okay. your husky strength. I am it's very locked. Husky. Right. I'm going to pick the lock. What is your reflex? 19. As you insert the pick into the lock, the, uh, the right hand of the figure that is uh, in relief on the door, detaches from the wall and slaps you. You lose one healing surge. Just one oh. healing surge? I can do that. One you healing, lose the healing surge. You hear a click as the figure's hand returns to its place, and then the floor falls as if no longer supported. <gasps> it's only that. a short time, although it feels much longer, before the floor stops with a sudden splash. You are shaken by the fall, but unharmed. Uh, uh, yo... Thrifty? The floor sinks slightly and then comes to rest above you as the hole left by the door's descent is suddenly covered with a loud clang by the iron door as it falls forward, sealing you in. Thrifty? Uh, was that you're not You're not in the room. <gasps> I was not no! in the room? No. I'm, I'm separated? You're separated. Again! Really pulling a Junpei. <laughs> how, long, how long were we hovering in the air before we looked down and realized the floor was gone? And it was sort of that. like a wily coyote oh, kind of situation. Did you, have enough time, did you have enough time to pull out a sign that said, uh-oh? Exactly yes. enough time. You see a smooth stone wall in the direction from which you entered the room above. Uh, the platform is surrounded by water on the remaining three sides past thick metal bars. The metal bars are spaced too closely to pass between. Additionally, a shadowy figure can be seen 20 feet away, apparently standing on the water. On the side opposite the smooth stone wall, on the same side, you see a small metal hatch built into the bars like a cell door and securely fastened by a padlock on the far side. Uh, guys, let me try to pick this bitch. This is a magic shit. So Tom Darklade takes out his thieves tools. He goes up to the, uh, ye magic lock and he gets an old school thievery check to, to bust it open. 24. Okay. You get a satisfying click. Yeah. 
as you unlock the padlock, but then suddenly your hair stands up straight as the the padlock becomes completely super icy, so icy that it um, it explodes. Yowzer! You lose another healing surge. I don't even need him. Uh, Aludra opens the metal hatch, and a cool blue light fills the area around you, revealing a stone cavern filled with water. The light comes from glowing runes etched on metal rods about two feet long, resting motionless in the water. The rods form an evenly spaced grid from wall to wall about five feet apart, the top of each rod resting two inches above the surface. The water appears too deep to see the bottom. The shadowy figure you saw earlier is now revealed as a stone statue of a figure wearing a hooded robe, wings folded behind it, and hands on top of each other, palms up, held before the figure's waist. On the statue's palms rest a small golden chest, slightly smaller than a bread box. Suddenly, the runes on the metal rods flare brightly, and the surface of the water rapidly freezes until a smooth and partly translucent floor of ice is formed. Can uh, Tum make a acrobatics check to jump from our little area to the other side? Um, yes, you can do it without touching the ice if you make an athletic, or acrobatics check. 20. You land just in front of the shadowy figure that's revealed to be a statue. Ta-da! Hey guys, I'm here! And then I take out my rope and I throw it to them just in case something insane happens. And I literally shrug. I don't even know anymore. I'm just doing this to help you. I tie it around the statue. So the, you, you can tell that the, the uh, figure in the statue looks similar to the iron, the, the figure shown in the iron doors. I put a foot out and just gently put uh, it It feels solid. Okay. I put both feet out. Thank you. Okay. Splash. Yeah, it's fine. All right. I, w- I walk over to uh, to Tum, but I do so like comically, like slipping all over the place the whole <laughs> way. Well. <laughs> I move to the, the back of our little cell and get a running start and try to slide. Also, take that bit of rope with you because I don't want to lose. I it. grab it as I'm as I'm running. I grab the rope and slide like I'm rope surfing. Rope is very important, and I pull her too. Who's holding onto this rope? Uh, I am. It's tied to the statue and Aludra. And I'm holding the other end of it. I'm free balling it. Yeah, zero rope. The statue's robe appears to be made of green stone, so dark it it almost appears black. Its wings are made of innumerable shards of obsidian, and its hands are a milky white stone. The small chest the statue is holding appears to be solid gold with a small keyhole set in front. This statue seems crazy expensive. It seems very fancy. I would, I would love to steal this and, and quit our campaign. It. Just chill. Think about remember that Kraken money? <laughs> oh, man. We, we could get like ten times that much for this sweet statue, but I don't think we can... Should we smash it? Should we smash it? Should we smash the statue? Why have we not gotten into this chest yet? I don't understand. There's a big chest. I'm deeply afraid of it. I've lost (laughs) two healing surges. But I don't know what else we can do. Can we smash it? You can try. You could always hope that I roll a natty 20 on my thievery check. Here, take my tools. Owie. 25 is what this this thievery check is right now. You pop the lock and nothing happens. Nothing bad happens to you. You're the best thief in the world. This is fucking bullshit. Inside the chest is a uh, small scroll rolled up and sealed with red red wax and a compass. (gasps) That compass. Guys, let's be be chill. Okay. Um, There's a compass and a a scroll. Um, So should we just grab them? I feel like 
Well, the cup is what we're here for. Probably. Right. Is, is the scroll the MacGuffin? Uh, can you explain what that means to me? It's like it's it to distract us. Are we going to have to do a bag of sand situation? Like if we oh, good this, point. Hey, if we what this? if you do... What if... Can we can we smash it? Why do you want to smash, smash so much? Uh... I'm just scared. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it right now. I I don't disagree with you. I'm also scared of it. Do we see any like um weight pressure systems underneath it? Uh you can roll a thieves check. Yes, yeah, that's a new Uh twenty nine. You did not see any th- any traps of any kind. Okay, I grabbed both of them. With a sly flourish, the statue's wings envelop Tum with a clatter, trapping him against the statue. <gasps> the compass and- pops out of Tum's hand and rolls across the ice. The metal, the metal rods surrounding the statue and Tum start to glow red, and suddenly the ice beneath them melts away, <gasps> dropping both into the water below. The metal rods flare blue again, and the ice reforms. Oh. I'll dive in after him. It's solid ice. I, I, Smash I, it! I do hit face first into the ice um, then, because I didn't know I, in a In a fury, try to smash the ice to break it. 17 versus the ice is AC. <laughs> so the ice cracks around around the rod, and the rod glows red for a second, and then um, and then the water like refreezes. Tom, you're you're under you're floating downwards right now because you're wrapped you're wrapped with a you're basically a stone shoe. You're reverse on. floating. Oh shit! Can I try to, like bust um, out? Yeah, absolutely. Two thirty-two. So you are able to wriggle out of the um, statue's grasp. And I guess I try to swing swim up towards the bars. You get to the bottom of the top. There's ice above you. <laughs> First, I'm gonna hold on to the scroll. And stab, and then if things get, you know, yucky, I'll dicey. drop the scroll. If things get dicey, I'll drop the scroll. You start chipping away at the ice, but you get a really bad feeling that you're not going to be able to make it through before you run out of breath. I'm just going to drop the scroll. I think I feel something tells me. Um, can I can I climb the top the side of that cage and jump off like maybe like WWE style and <laughs> wait? Yes, will help break some of this ice. Or, uh, yeah, you can do that. Okay, that's if what, you break the ice for long enough, I'll throw the scroll, the scroll up. Because that, that happened, right? That's like, the, it went away. That's what I'm doing, and I'm going to try and jump and land in the general area where, like, you know, where it's close enough so that Tom doesn't have to find the Wait, hole out of the ice. Can we? Can we? You jump and I smash at the same time. Oh, try to time them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, smash. All right, all right. Let's do that. You break the ice. And, uh... Hello, are you new here? Uh (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) And, um... And and just just as, uh... Tum's hand is coming above the... Above the ice, everything freezes again. And Tum's arm is stuck in the ice. And with with his hand holding the the scroll. The scroll I toss the scroll. I toss it. Illudra, what does the scroll say? Uh... uh (gasps) Uh-huh. Oh boy! Well, we should have read. We should have read the scroll. Is there any way for us to get the scroll back down to Tom? If he breathes through the scroll, then he can breathe underwater. Is there, are you putting the scroll back in his hand? It's, yeah. That is just sitting there wiggling him <laughs> above the ice. Yes. Can he what? see us? 
I think can he if see we put us the scroll, he can see. Yeah, he can see if you. If we put the scroll back, and he's in his hand, looking. He's gonna understand that you know it, it's important, more important for him to have it than for us. Roll for smash again. The ice smashes just enough that uh, Tom's able to pull his arm back to himself before the ice freezes over again. Ooh. So this is what was on the scroll. Felicitous salutations to you, the bearer of this scroll of Aquabreath, hatchet pending. <laughs> A great gag for parties. Astound your friends. Amaze your enemies. No magic experience necessary. Simply roll this scroll to a small tube and suck a mouthful of water through it. The magic will begin working instantly. Use of this product not recommended for the elderly, unsupervised children, or pregnant women. Pregnant men should consult with a cleric before you. <laughs> no warranties are hereby expressed or implied. Magic effect provided strictly as is. Use this scroll. Wait, use of this scroll constitutes waiver of liability arising from like negligence, gross negligence, <laughs> net negligence, malice, malfeasance, mendacity, malevolence, stupidity, tentacles, planar vision. Wait, invasions, loss of blood. Increase of blood, replacement of blood with acid, children, sudden memory loss, unusual hair growth, inability to enunciate, life, death, non-being, or a state of higher consciousness. Questions and comments should be directed to AOD Industries, Incorporeal, 8 non such place, <laughs> infinity, the space between planes. Sure. <laughs> I start breathing it. Uh, so your mouth feels uh, tingly and minty fresh. Mm. And as soon as you breathe through it, the ice above you... Uh, melts. So you guys can pull Tom Okay. Up. So we oh, so I, I do that. We grab him. Tom, as you uh so when you try to breathe, the air in your mouth is transmuted into water. He can spit out the water, but anytime he breathes in, his mouth is full of water again. Yeah, yeah, can I try to push it back out science. of the scroll? I mean that's just science. You can. Can I take the scroll away from my mouth and try to breathe in? Whatever you do Ends up with there being water filling your lungs. How do I turn it off? How? Do oh, I drop the scroll. I drop it. I drop the scroll. You guys notice Tum starting to turn blue. Oh, uh, oh my god. Um, Tum, Tum passes out. Um, can I do a heal on him? I try to like. Can... I try to pump his chest and like breathe air into him. Okay. Um, you pump on his chest, but it just there's still his mouth is just like filled with water. Tum, tum, tum dies. Tum, guys. you should feel for a heartbeat, but there is none. Okay, <laughs> we tried we to fight check. it. Don't you die! Once, once this is complete, the doors above slide open, <laughs> you were and, a, and a rope and a rope ladder falls down. Everybody jumps up at the same time. You electrocute the water, and then uh, that electrocutes the shadowy figure. Is what I imagine Junpei would say if you were here. <laughs> um, the padlock is actually on the outside, so you have to like reach around to get to it. Oh, I know oh. how to do a reach around. Send some yeah. nature shit. You, you don't sense anything. Are you fisting me, thrifty. Girl. Whoa. Hey, I'm gonna make a, a bluff check to the ice and tell them that <laughs> that the boiling point of water is actually much lower than it really. Can I can I use my healing skill to maybe like I mean it'd be very painful for ta- for uh, Tom but maybe do like some sort of like not not like a catheter but like the same same idea <laughs> through his arm like to give him like some sort of like an air hole right? Oh boy, uh, that's no no really you cannot. Unscientific <laughs> and bad. Scroll. And I'm like Greetings. this is no time for a blowjob. <laughs> 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 
Okay, sure. Uh, that our first Kickstarter <laughs> reward has been fulfilled. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty cool. Oh my oh god! god. Tip. <laughs> no. Tim. No. Tim, I'm so sorry right now, but God, I'm so relieved. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I feel like a whole weight is lifted off my shoulders. Can you believe? Why would this Ye be? Let the death of Tum Thumble be shared in hundreds and wait, shared in hushed and frightened tones by mortals cowering in the faint light of their dying fires for a thousand years. Let them shiver in fear as the wind moans and sighs, knowing that the angel of death will come for all of them someday. <laughs> Their deaths foretold as surely as Tum Thumbles is set forth with a sly flourish in this accursed writ. Oh God, just, I swear to God, just like the, the manner of his death, the like hopelessness and fighting it all has really, really distressed me in a really terrible way. I'm like actually a little bit sad. Me too. By the way, before we forget, before we forget, forget, mark it down. 10:32 on May 16th, 2013. Time of death. Yeah, time of death. Oh. Y'all go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should thank Scott Westerman for. No, that was actually yeah, very incredibly good. generous donation. And and yeah, we're totally going to find out what I super, fucked up that put me back on the table, right? Like, can we- <laughs> super thoughtful um, death sequence. Yeah, like, I'm not thankful, but I'm glad I didn't, it wasn't dumb. <laughs> no more Sly Flourish! Do we do a Viking funeral? Do we bury him on a grassy knoll? Do we make a Tum Dark Blade memorial? Maybe I want to visit his grave. Cut his body into pieces and put it in my meat locker. No! Thank you for listening in to this abridged episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. If you would like to hear more, go to geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter, again, at geeklyinc or at dndpodcast. If you would like to support us, you can always go to patreon.com slash dndpodcast. There are tiers for any budget, and it really does help us continue to make content for you every week. Editing help from David L. Stewart. Check out his site at spudcam.com. That's our show. Keep it a little dicey.